Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Name Image Podcast. You're probably wondering what happened to our nasally usual co-host leader, Skips in California. And so opportunity has arised. We're joined by two very, very special guests. One being a birthday boy. And I, Brandon, I, I, we're not going to sing to him because that just takes too long. But uh, I would like to introduce to you Kyle Donahue goes by beats and we're also joined by the one and only daddy fat stacks also known as brandon also known as mr 305 mr worldwide pitbull knockoff if you will gentlemen how are we doing today doing fantastic i'm not the birthday boy but happy yeah, birthday right. hey, birthday boy how, i know really cares because you're 29 but how are you doing how's your birthday uh, you know it's another day uh <laughs> feeling just another day. That's all I got. I'm glad that uh, I got the call up from the bench finally. So right, right. Listen, I said, like I said, opportunity arose, and and I mean, there's there's only two people I can think of right away. I was like, I got it's the two gambling degenerates. It's March Madness. I mean, what better pairing than this this trio we got going on here? But before, so obviously we're here to talk March Madness. We're here to talk college hoops. That's what we're here for. The namesake is Name Image Podcast. There is one item, gentlemen, I do want to talk about in NIL, and this isn't – don't worry. I know you didn't do any research. I didn't expect you to. I just have questions for you. So, recently, five-star 2023 college football recruit reportedly lands $8 million NIL deal. Huge money. Now, the, this, the workaround that makes this – because obviously you got to avoid the pay for play, the the – Agreement is very ominous. Does it name a school? Does it name any sort of commitment to school? The agreement is very just loosey goosey. So by his junior year, eight million dollars. And I think, as far as I know, it's an unnamed athlete. It's just an unnamed recruit at this point. Huge money. My question to you two, because we all sit here, a Big Twelve, soon to be SEC fan. We got ACC down in Miami. As a new perspective to the pod, gentlemen. Do you think this new NIL landscape is going to bode well for your respective programs? And I think the answer is yes. Or am I missing something here? Brandon, go ahead, Mr. Miami. Well, I mean, I obviously think it's going to benefit Miami well because you've got however many rich folks down there who have, you know, insert like business here. I can pay you if you come promoted or if you look at what the team did last year where they were starting to do. You know, the whole, hey, we're going to do group events where everybody's going to take home a piece of the pie together. I think that goes a long way. Um, yeah, and I think it's already been benefiting pretty well because they've brought in however many recruits over the last two years so far. So so now, Mr. Norman, Oklahoma, you can't quite get over the hump and actually win anything. Now that NIL is open, are, are we going to see something happen down in Boomer Sooner Nation, or, or are we just going to kind of be stuck on the outside looking in? Like, what, what say you? Yeah, we're going to be stuck on the outside looking in. The, the move to the SEC will be good. But, um, yeah, like like you said, that $8 million deal, I actually did uh, see this and research it a little bit. You can't confirm, but the rumors are that it's Tennessee. Um, right. So I guess right. we'll just okay. see that. We'll see what happens with that. But, no, I mean, good for the players getting all their money. But, um, yeah, I think – if it keeps going this way, the the playing field will get a little bit more even as uh, as things go along. So, um, yeah, Oklahoma's run here might be coming to an end. So, I, I mean, now that we're talking joining SEC and the combination of NIL, just give me I, 
Loose prediction, how many years until we see Oklahoma back in the playoff picture? Next year, two years, three years? Like, what do you think? Oh man, I don't new coach. Um, right. but we gotta give him give him a few few years. Uh so I'll say I'll say three years. Three years. Okay. Um, and, it, and now Brandon, same question. Because here's a third, a third pillar I forgot, transfer portal, which I, I'm not off the top of my head, not super informed on how active both uh Oklahoma and Miami have been. But with those three players in the mix, Brandon. Miami, and like we'll talk in relative terms. Like, are we expecting ACC competitors here soon? I mean, I hope they can compete for the ACC this year, especially with Clemson coming off of like a very down year. You've got North Carolina graduating Howell. You've got Pitt graduate. Well, technically graduating Pickett. He's just going to the league. Um, so obviously, it's you know ACC championship or bust for this season. But I mean, that big picture, I hope within the next three years, they're at least competing for a playoff spot. I'd love it in year one. I fucking love it. I love it. All right, listen, football has its time, gentlemen, and it's not now. I just had, listen, Kyle would be calling from California and wondering why we didn't talk about NIL. We checked the box. Now it's time to let the dogs eat. Okay. It's March Madness. We're all fired up here. My first question before we get into the teams who actually made the tournament, Kyle, what happened? <laughs> like I mean, I, I, and I asked that seriously. Like I know the quad one wins weren't quite there, but towards the end, in a big win against Baylor, like it, you got to be on the same page as me. Like they got kind of shafted, right? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what happened with Oklahoma. They, they should be in. Um, Michigan is the the big question mark of how how did they get in? Right. Nonetheless, getting eleven seed, they don't even have to. They're not even playing in. Like Indiana, Michigan, they're just like, yeah, here you go. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like on the Ken Palm rankings, Oklahoma is the highest seed uh, or the exactly. highest ranking to not to not be in. And like teams behind them are literally the first three behind them are Colorado State, Ohio State, Michigan. Like I don't all know, tournament but. teams, mind you. And Porter <laughs> yeah. Moser didn't even hasn't mushed anybody in the face in the last month. I mean, it's crime against humanity, <laughs> some would say. I, I mean, I guess, I suppose. But all right, well, I'm sorry, Beats. It's your birthday, but I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm frustrated as much as everybody else, especially like you said, with all those the next three below you guys in. But yeah, it is it, what it is. We move it forward. happens oh, to ahead. someone every year. Just, just <laughs> happened to be the year. <laughs> You're not a basketball school anyways. All right, like, don't waste a time. You're not a basketball school. We, we live, we learn. All right. Now, for the team that's in the tournament, Brandon, I just want to start with Miami. How confident are we? To win the whole thing or no, at no, least no, no, get out no, of no, round I, one? Like, like, I'm just saying, like, the team as it stands now, I'm not – obviously, I don't think they're going to win the whole thing. What's the confidence level, Miami? What, do you, what are you expecting? What's a reasonable outcome that you'd be happy with? I personally would just love to beat USC in the first round. You know, this team is full of a bunch of six-year seniors. They're a team that is, I I think I keep hearing that they're the smallest team in the NCAA, like, average height. So I would love for them to go out and, you know, kind of take advantage of their speed and their transition offense and, you know, catch USC a little bit because they're more, I guess, they're a little bit longer. Mobley's pretty good. Um, so really, I just want to get through the first round. And then you kind of play with house money after that. Cause I, I mean, so, I don't know if you saw on the bracket, they'd be matched up with Auburn in round two. And, and that's, it's, that's no matter what, what Auburn team right. shows up. 
And that's my that was my question. Like, I think the first round win is not to be expected because obviously you're technically the lower seed. I don't think that's outlandish for a lot of people to think that Miami's going to win that game. I don't have them going past Auburn. Beats. I, I, do you have them going past Auburn? No. Do you even have Miami winning? Let me back up. Do you have Miami winning? <laughs> no, I don't have Miami winning that first game. <laughs> The blatant disrespect right off the bat for the Canes. Well, Beats, that's that's not very nice of you. But okay, Brian, all right, Brian. Listen, you beat the Dukies, so in my book, national contender. I didn't even think, you know, Duke's going to win it all. So really. They almost beat him a second time, too. But, it, you know, it's a game that came down to the end, and that's all I wanted out of that game was just to not get boat raised. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, so bringing it back to the beginning. First round, round of 64. Beats, who do we – the. the the upset, the first round upset. Who who do you got take to the bank as the double digit seed upset that is absolutely going to happen? Okay, so everybody or a lot of people have been talking about um, Vermont is going to be the team to upset Ooh. Arkansas. I don't I don't think that's going to be the case <laughs> here, um, but I do think uh, South Dakota State over Providence. Like Providence has been. Okay. Talked about all season. They've had an incredible run. All their games are really close. Um, <laughs> I think it finally, this, it just ends it here. South Dakota State just scores a million points. They don't play any defense, but they're just going to run them, run them up. Right. Right. And like I, I forgot what the stat was, but it's like Providence has won. It was like 11 of their wins have come within like the last like possession of a game. It's like, they're winning very close, and to your point, like you said, the Jackrabbits haven't lost a, haven't lost a game since early December. Like they've just been blowing the doors off everybody. I know, obviously, very small conference, but it is what it is. Uh, Brandon, are you riding the Jackrabbits? You have your eyes on something else here? What's what's what well, you that's one of mine. I, I'm all over that. Ooh, that what? was one of the first things I put out. Okay, was that I like the Jackrabbits in that game. Look, I'm a big Providence better too. I've been betting on Providence for the last four weeks. They've been winning me some money. They've won me some parlays. I even had them at minus five and a half a couple games ago, and they ended up smoking the team by like 25. So I've been big on the Friars this year, but again, they are sketchy. They're a team that I just don't trust necessarily to get past that first round because South Dakota State's hot. Right, right. Absolutely. I have so another I mean, one too. Yeah, I, I was so the, the Jackrabbits aside, is there another, like I know you got one lingering out there. Who's the other one? I mean, obviously, Virginia Tech over Texas, that's a big one on my side over here. It, it's tough because I do kind of like uh, that Vermont over Arkansas pick a little bit there. I'm big on Chattanooga against Illinois. I, I can't really go against Kofi Cockburn, but I, I kind of like him to beat him. <laughs> I, I, we're all agree. We're all on the jackrabbit train. It sounds like to a degree. You lost me on <laughs> Vermont over Arkansas. I, like, well, I, like, I, I, I've got Arkansas going deep. That's my biggest. I just don't trust Arkansas, right. but I, I have them winning that game. I could see the upset going that way, but it's that one. And then it's whoever wins this Wyoming and Indiana game beating St. Mary's uh, in round one. That's regardless oh, really? of who gets by. I've got yeah. either of those teams moving on to face probably UCLA. Really? Beats, yes. did you say, yeah, did I hear a yeah over there from the Beats camp? Yeah, I I have the same. The um, I agree with actually both Virginia Tech and, um, yeah, the winner of Wyoming and Indiana. I just um, – <laughs> St. Mary's, uh, there, every year there's been an upset on the 12-5s, 
that you can kind of narrow down a little bit. And it's uh, using the Ken Palms adjusted offense or adjusted offense or defense. And if they're outside of the top 40 in either of those, um, that's where most of the upsets have happened for the five seeds. And uh, St. Mary's is the only one of the five seeds that fits that this year. So, so uh, I'm uh, so this is the uh, that you bring up a good point. This is a beautiful trifecta we have here. You're a big analytics guy. Uh, you're a nerd by trade. Brandon, yeah. Brandon just peppers money based on feel. I'm the basketball whiz. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, the, the most knowledgeable basketball guy in our friend group, without a doubt. Uh, you, so you're telling me Beach, you're throwing analytics out the window and a St. Mary's team that beat Gonzaga, the by far and away number one seed of this whole thing, you think they trip up early against who was the, uh, yeah, the opposite. Yeah. We're, we're throwing your basketball knowledge of a, of a fluke <laughs> game out the window and trusting, <laughs> trusting the numbers. <laughs> okay. All right. You know what? Fine. I, I'm just surprised. And, and now you're making me feel self-conscious about myself here, fellas, because I'm looking at Rutgers, Notre Dame playing against versus Alabama. Oh, I, I same. Okay. Okay. All right. I, I figured somebody had to lead around out there. Like Notre Dame doesn't give me as much confidence. I, I think Rutgers wins the game and then Rutgers continues on to beat Alabama. I think it's a second round exit from there against Texas Tech. Alabama just doesn't give me any sense. Uh, like they're such a wishy-washy up-down team, and they kind of ended the SEC tournament on like a down. And so, I, it, it, like if they pick it back up and they come in and they score at will, like they can, obviously I'm going to be dead wrong. But like I, I anticipate them being off to a slow start and then having to play catch-up ball, and then we just get lost in the weeds from there. Uh, yeah. So I got Rutgers. Like I said, Notre Dame would be my first bet, but Rutgers or Notre Dame, I think pulled off against Alabama, regardless, even if Alabama wins, Texas tech runs away with it. So the double digit seed that we have confidence in out of the way, do we sniff any 16 versus one upsets this year? Any UMBC, BMCC, whatever the fuck they are versus Virginia. Do we have any of that in this tournament? Or uh, we, I hope it's not we, Georgia State. <laughs> <laughs> DraftKings boosted Gonzaga money line to plus 100 from <laughs> minus 10,000. So I really hope it's not Georgia State. <laughs> I, no. I, I don't think it is. Okay. None, so we're all none of them are happening. Okay. Okay. And I, I mean, don't think it's going to be Texas and Corpus Christi against Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> I have Kansas winning the whole fucking thing. They so. got to same, same. <laughs> Not okay. by not by like any specific feel or look, but because I got to my lead eight and hit random because I did not know where to go from there. That's fair. That's fair. I was like, uh, you know what? Fate, let fate decide. So sticking along the same lines, I'm sure obviously we all have our brackets in front of us. Who? Do, do, first question: Do any of us have double-digit seeds making it past the round of 32? Do, like, is there any double-digit seeds hanging out there for you guys? By the time we get. To- because right now, I have no double-digit seeds in my Sweet 16, and obviously, as a yearly tradition, I'm going to fuck around with this bracket until like the absolute last minute and probably just ruin it. But my question being, if you did have a double-digit seed, like like who do we think, or even if it's hypothetical, like is there any team in the double digits that we see can make a run? Because there's always one, right? Like There's always a double-digit seed that makes a run. Like who, who do we, is there anybody that gives you confidence? Like for me, Virginia Tech is the team that gives me confidence as a double-digit seed that can maybe... Mm-hmm. Squeak in Sweet 16, Elite Eight. Is there any of those guys hanging around there for you guys, or is Virginia Tech kind of alone on that island? It, it's tough because Virginia Tech would face per, the winner of Purdue-Yale, which, I mean, probably going to be Purdue, but um, you never know. They could sneak by Purdue. The other one that I'm kind of looking at as well, maybe Loyola-Chicago, if they can get past Ohio State <laughs> and Villanova. 
I hate that. I hate. <laughs> oh that. yeah, yeah. Hold on. You, you know are on record saying you hate Sister Jean. I do hate Sister Jean. <laughs> so you think they can go though? Like you don't hate. Hold them. on. Hold yeah, on. I don't hate the team. I don't think that. the team's bad. Say, hold on. Why? Why do you hate Sister Jean? First off. 2018, they they knocked Miami out in the opening round on a buzzer beater, which, that, okay, that's cool. But they made it to the Final Four that season. And we had to see Sister Jean propped up every single day on everything. <laughs> and she became the media darling. And for me, I'm just like, I'm over her. I'm overseeing Sister Jean, and I was overseeing her last year, too. It's understandable, I guess. No, don't, don't, don't get, don't bail him out. How could you hate an old woman who's, Brandon, she's lived through like every world war, the pandemic, like two pandemics, like, like let her enjoy her time on earth. Just watching Loyola. Them getting to the final four in 2018 is about as good as a national championship for a school like Loyola Chicago. (laughs) She got to enjoy that run. Now it's just like pain and stress, I feel like. <laughs> okay, so I get yeah. out of the way, old lady, is what I'm hearing from Brady. Yeah, like right. Just, okay, hey, all right, all right, fair, fair. Virginia Tech, Loyal Chicago, those, those are two I like. I, other than that, the way that the season has panned out, I feel like it's going to go one of two ways. It's either going to be pretty chalky and we're just going to see all the cream rise to the top, or it's just going to be we're going to fly off the rails and it's just going to be absolute chaos, which I'm here for either one, obviously. But just for the sake of conversation, Virginia Tech was my team. So I don't know if either you two, I obviously Brady said Loyola beats. Is there anybody outside of Loyola or Virginia Tech that inspires you? Yeah, so out of the same um, uh, the East East bracket, I think it, it would take a lot of luck, but it would be similar to a uh, like that Loyola run, but it would be San Francisco. Obviously, Ooh. they have a second-round matchup with Kentucky, but – catch Kentucky on a bad day and maybe let's say Virginia tech does, does also get uh, that win against Purdue. Then San Francisco, you get a 10 and 11 seed Virginia tech for San Francisco. One of them's okay. in the elite eight. Okay. Okay. So that's just a homer pick because they're the San Francisco Dons. So you just, you, you ah. saw Don and Don, he, and you're just, that's what, that's what's happening here. Is there analytics no. there? Or is that just, you like the, you like the term Don. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, neither. Actually, that's just the, that's my one gut. That's my one gut pick. Here. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I but do now, like him to get past Murray State. I've got that on my board. Really? Yes. Oh, well, fuck you then, because I have Murray 7-10, State. Seven ten is a very like the seven ten eight nine. Those are even matchup games that they're just like we're just gonna yeah, see these yeah. people just the way just so they can be because they're in the tournament. We're just gonna right. see them like this so we can get a good matchup. But they're right. all like very even teams across the board. I did. I, I did right. just look. Actually, the the Ken Palm analytics would suggest that San Francisco is better than Murray State. <laughs> okay. Okay. Listen, we're all, we're gonna look back at this pod and we're gonna be like, was analytics right? Was just gut knowledge right? Or are we all just idiots? Probably all idiots. But it is it's what gonna it be is. that one. Yeah. So it, you said something there though, beats out of the East brackets. It's kind. Is that of all of the different regions? Like, is that the toughest one to you when you look at it on paper? Like, or is there another region you think is just an absolute bloodbath? I I think the West is tough with Gonzaga, Arkansas, UConn, Bama, Texas Tech, and Duke. Um, right. Oh, yeah. And Michigan State is in there. I know we're a Michigan State pod. <laughs> <laughs> so they're also there. But I mean, that one is a, that's a slugfest. I feel yeah. Like. Yeah. That, that is, look, at, look, I love seeing Kyle, Kyle support Kyle. 
Just Kyle's out here living. Gotta love it. Michigan State's bunch <laughs> of frauds are losing Davidson. And to, to Kyle, Davidson, well, and, and Skip will tell you, he called it like months ago. He's like, we're going to end up matching up against Davidson. And Davidson has the foster lawyer, I think is his name, that transferred from Michigan State to Davidson. The storyline's like already just sitting there waiting for it to come to fruition. Like, dude's probably going to pop off for like 35 and just beat the shit out of Sparty. But uh, I, yeah, the West the West is just an absolute just bloodbath. And then on the flip side of that, I think when you look at like as far as like the easiest route, and I know everything underneath that for me at least, I think Arizona probably has the easiest route to the Final Four. And I don't like I don't know if you guys even have them the Final Four, but when I look at like the East, that one seems like a more favorable path to me. And, and I mean, are we all in agreement on that, or do you think there's an even more cupcakey walk out there? I think I think Kansas has the the free walk to the tournament. But see, Kansas has Iowa and Wisconsin hanging around there, and like in Auburn isn't necessarily like I'm not ready to jump on that bandwagon, but at times can be you know yeah. very very good. So I'm I, not I'm not worried about Wisconsin um, or Auburn. I think yeah, if they it's Iowa, if they beat Iowa, they're going to be in the final four. I think. Do is there any? I mean. Uh, there's obviously going to be stats out there to tell us how many people pick Iowa to go to the uh, the lead eight. I mean, it, it, do you like? Could you talk yourself into taking Iowa? I guess because like for me, I have Kansas winning the whole thing. Could you talk yourself into Iowa, or is Kansas just that good? I could talk myself. I think I think Iowa's got a chance. They've just been so hot, but um, obviously that was they just won Big Ten tournament, or just uh, never mind. They did not win. But, <laughs> I mean, uh, Iowa? Iowa. Iowa did. did they was did just win. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was oh, Iowa, boy. yeah. Yeah, no, it was Iowa. Okay. Thanks to a bank shot from Bo Hannon, who's been there for... He, yes, Bohannon oh, yeah, that's what it was, the Iowa. bank. I mean, yeah, that right. was just past Indiana, but... Right, they've had the just the, the crazy run right now. Um, so I, I don't know if that momentum carries over or not. Fair, fair. Uh, Brandon, before we move on, I do, I mean, Kansas, Iowa, like it, who do you have winning it all? I guess that's my next question. So we just parlay into that next one. Who do you have winning it all? Cause I feel like that's going to answer the question before I even ask it. Well, so as far as my bracket got, I had in the West Gonzaga versus Texas tech in the elite eight, Baylor, Kentucky, Houston, Villanova. Cause I got Houston making a run. I think Houston knocks out Arizona. Uh, Ooh, and then I've got Kansas, East. Wisconsin, but at, once I got to that point, I couldn't tell you who I could pick after that, so I hit random. And my national championship, <laughs> thanks to random pick, is Kansas Texas Tech with Kansas winning seventy-five to seventy. Kansas Texas cool. Tech. That's the you have had your final. I didn't pick it. it randomly picked it. Yeah, but you got it. You had you had to limp Texas Tech along long enough for them to be in the picture. Did you? Yeah, because I got Texas Tech reason? beating Gonzaga. I think they they get that done in the Elite Eight. I don't care that Gonzaga is basically going to have a home game up there. I have Texas Tech beating Duke. I'm shocked I've got Duke going that far. Yeah, no, I got I got Duke just because it's just Cal a homer State pick. And Davidson or Michigan State that they've got a matchup. I like them in any of those three games. Beats who beats who's your lead date? Give me your lead date. As it we stands, made, these are all subject to change. Give it to yeah, me. Yeah, we got um Gonzaga, Texas Tech, also, same as Brandon. And then I also have Houston making the lead eight against Tennessee. Ooh. Um, and then Kansas, Auburn, and UCLA and Kentucky, with uh, wow. championship being Houston versus Gonzaga and Houston. 
Damn. Well, I could. I'm like, I, and this is again. I'm going to change this because this is just too too chalky up here for me. Because it's Gonzaga, Duke, Baylor, Kentucky, Arizona, Tennessee, Kansas, Wisconsin, with Kansas going on and winning the whole thing against Kentucky. But now you guys have just put my brain in a pretzel, and now I'm wondering like if I missed something here. Because like I said, Duke's just a, uh, you know, it's last year they're my fave. Like give them some love. I don't think they make it past Gonzaga if they even make it out alive against Texas Tech. Uh, Wow. Okay. Interesting. So Houston, both of you, both of you had Houston going pretty deep. Why? They've been winning games. <laughs> They've been winning games this year. I, I couldn't even tell you anybody on them, but every time I bet on Houston, it's worked out for me. So I mean, okay. you got to ride okay. the hot hand sometimes. There's teams um, that you put on your no bet list or things like that. Houston's on my bet list. Okay. Okay. It was just for me, just the way that the bracket shook out and, yes. uh, Houston also <laughs> back to Ken Palm fourth overall in Ken Palm 10th in adjusted offense, 11th in adjusted defense. Like they fit all of the, the analytics of the previous years of teams that have won. Um, I, I think they would be our five seed because uh, their top scorer was out. He, he left, like he got hurt in the middle of the season. So he's out. Right. But um Huh. Yeah, uh, they they just play well as a team, and it's a. Uh, so we just don't respect the big men here. You don't think Kofi Coburn's going to take care of business? You think Houston's just going to jump all over that and just be done with it? Round thirty-two. Is that what I'm hearing uh, from you, bozos? I think traditionally in the tournament, the Big Ten has struggled. I don't see any reason that that stops. That's fair. That's fair. That's that's why I like. Now that I, I'm going to talk myself right into the point that you just made, because like. A Purdue for me, like I, I just don't see a Purdue as like when I watch Big Ten basketball as a whole, it's just it's it's kind of like cookie cutter from like one team to another. You got you got you have a big guy in the middle who's usually like Purdue's case just way oversized and probably not going to live a long lifetime, and then just really slow pace of play, which does not transfer well to your point beats over into the tournament because it, when things start flying off the rail, you got to make up points quickly here. Um, so yeah, now I just, you know what, I'm unclicking things and I'll have to figure this out later because now you've put me in a fucking pretzel. (laughs) I was, I was like, I was looking at Illinois and like, I legitimately was like, okay, Illinois, sturdy team underperform in the turn, like the big 10 tournament. Sure. But like, if they catch a groove, but now like, I'm now you got me thinking about it with these fucking Ken Palm stats you're feeding me. And I'm like, well, damn, like maybe, maybe. Listen, boys, Houston has to get out. They have to beat Jelly Fam in UAB first, okay? Like, <laughs> Jelly could just go off for all we know. Probably not. But, okay, li- okay. listen. Listen, I'm buying it. I'm buying it. Uh, before we get uh, – we're going to dabble in some gambling. I want to pick your brains on strategies here and uh, who we're riding here. I just need you to say something nice about Duke before we go. How how far are they going, Kyle? In your bracket, how, t- be truthful with me. How far do you have them going? I have them getting to the Sweet 16 and losing to Texas Tech. Brandon, the same um, I'll they... say something nice about them. Okay, though. thank you. No, the floor's yours. Yeah. They, no, have, have the uh, have the they have three guaranteed first-round picks. On oh, team. okay. And so that that I feel like that we should win it all then, right? Like, Or what does Ken Palm say? Just kidding. I don't, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Ken Palm. Uh, Brandon, I don't expect you to say anything nice because you hate Sister Jean, so you probably fucking hate an elderly citizen like Coach K who dyes his hair frequently, so I don't even need to hear from you. Uh, <laughs> but I have him right. going the same way. I have him going to Texas Tech and losing. I know. I know. And like I, I, I would have like, him like – 
I'm looking at my bracket, like I got Duke Gonzaga, and first of all, it's impossible to beat a team twice, let alone a Gonzaga team. And now it's like I'm I'm scrolling backwards and like Texas Tech is tough. Like Michigan State is also like right there at the beginning. We just got royally screwed. Whatever. Um Whatever. since I said something nice about Duke, I would like oh, to say my, my real thoughts now. Um <laughs> It would be incredible for Coach K's last game to be a loss to Cal State Fullerton. Oh, I'm just, I hope that happens so badly. Okay, well, let, all right, <laughs> let's be realistic here, fuckers. They're not losing to Cal State Fullerton. We have. They're going to lose to Mercer either. Yeah. Okay, or Lehigh. Okay, but hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. To Beez's point, we have at least three first round picks. Cal State Fullerton. Talent alone, even if everything goes wrong, we can win against Cal State Fullerton. Like that. Now, fast forward to the next round, it would be very poetic in a sense for Tom Izzo to just hand Coach K his retirement papers and send him on his way packing. So, really, I mean, anything after the first round, and as it pertains to Duke, I'll take it with a grain of salt, and it is what it is. They're not going to win the whole thing. Everybody want everybody in the Duke Brotherhood wants to believe that they want to buy that narrative. It's just not going to happen. We're all realists here, but okay, that, that's enough. And I was talking Duke. <laughs> so Do you think they cover? Do you think they cover nineteen against Cal State Fullerton? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, big time. Big no time. chance. Absolutely. That's a lot for a tournament game. Listen, that's a Friday game. So Brandon, when we meet up on Thursday night, uh, you know, celebrate your your gal's departure from insert corporation here. Uh, we'll figure this out. And I'm not putting big money on it because I say this very nervously that they're going to cover. But I will put money on it that they're going to cover because all it takes is end of game. Joey Baker gets in. It's his time to shine. Coach K's drunk little grandson gets in. Like they're going to pour in some garbage points because they want to be heroes. Yeah, he. I think he only got like. No, I thought. I think they like suspended him for a game, and and then he learned his lesson, and he was bagged. But so next question, and I'm I'm gonna flip it back around. We're gonna work all the way to the championship. Who who we putting our money on here, fellas? And beats. I want to hear from you first. Who you taking the future out on to win the whole thing? I mean, I gotta stick with Houston at this point. So it's different from your bracket, or it's the same as your bracket. It would be the same because. Yeah, I think with them being the fifth seed, they there's just more of a, a fifth seed that shouldn't be a fifth seed, by the way. Um, <laughs> there's there's just more like let me look at like real quick. They're at plus twenty eight hundred um, teams above them: Iowa, Texas Tech, Purdue. None Ooh. of that. That sounds good. good to me. Do where are you catching them at plus twenty eight hundred at beats? Houston at twenty eight hundred. Yeah, yeah. Where are you catching that line? Uh, that's at draft on DraftKings. Okay, head to FanDuel. It's four thousand. Ooh, oh, you've been swindled. I've got yeah. They they've got some decent odds there. So I'm Brandon, all of them are different. All of them are different. Brandon, who are, who who is your so Kyle with Houston? Brandon, who are you? Who's your guy or guy? Who's your team? Who you put the, the money ran, on? The, the random pick. On right now? The random pick took Kansas, but I'm not saying that's who I'm riding. Like I'm literally right. looking at this. Arizona at 600, not too bad. Kentucky's just such a question mark, and they're the third best odds. But Oscar Shiaway is great. I kind of Auburn. I, I think I even mentioned it texting with you guys. There's a team that I just don't trust. It's Auburn, but they've got them at 16, and I'm like like 1600. I kind of like that because Auburn has Walker Kessler. They've got. I can't remember the guy's name. He's the tall freshman. Johnson, I think, is his last name. They got KD right. Johnson, who's good, too. 
But it's just right. about what Auburn team shows up every game. So give give it to me. Like right now, you had to hit submit on your phone right this instant. Who are you putting it on? Arizona plus six hundred on Fanduel. Arizona. Okay, the safe play. Okay. I just what don't is, trust um, Gonzaga to, to get it done. I, it's something about history and Gonzaga. I just don't trust him to get it done. Fair enough. What about Fair what's enough. UConn on Fanduel? I think UConn has value as a shot in the dark. You just want to put a little bit of money on and hope for the best. They're plus eight thousand on DraftKings. So eighty five hundred on Fanduel. I think that's worth a dart too. Like we talked about earlier, that that bracket is tough, but UConn can squeak out. I think they have a chance to squeak out of there. So I'm hearing from you guys, it's it's a it's a value play. You aren't necessarily worried about like I want to just a winner in general. You're just going for the value play in the whole screen in the whole grand scheme of things. Correct. Yeah. I am at least. So my follow up question to that. It, it, because I, I'm imagining, obviously, like it will if you put a future on a team to win it all. So be it. I'm imagining there's going to be game by game, you know, day by day betting going on in between. Oh, buddy. Does your betting follow your bracket, or do you let the the betting speak on its own? Beats, you want to lead that? <laughs> sure. Um, I kind of, yeah. I don't know. I haven't haven't decided. Um, in my mind, when I was going through my bracket and uh, choosing everything, uh, using the analytics, I was like looking at the first round spreads as well. I'm like, okay, um, I'll take this team. And basically, yeah, I'm probably going to bet along with every single pick and it's going to be terrible. Um, so you so. are, so, so we are staying true to the bracket. I, I will. Yes. To a degree. Obviously I know like we, this is all, this is all fine and dandy now. And then like the first day we'll come and go and we'll probably just abandon ship altogether. But as Correct. it stands, you're going to follow, follow the bracket. So when you For pick the first the bracket, round, at least, yes. Okay. And now you, now you, are you like primarily spreads money lines? Like I know it'll probably vary by like game and seeds, but like what, like what's your strategy in that regard? Yeah, I don't know about Brandon, but I will I will only take the spreads, just whatever whatever it's set at for the minus one ten to minus Brandon, what oh. spreads, money line. I know you put together like seventy five like parlays. What <laughs> what do you got over there? What like what's the mindset? Week take it, take it, we'll take it round by round. First round, what like what's the strategy heading into it? First round, I think I'm gonna look at a lot of spreads just because teams that I think could maybe not upset games but maybe keep it close i like longwood plus 17 against tennessee because longwood they won their conference they were kind of a team that a lot of people had in there like joe lenardi had bracketology on longwood for weeks before the tournament so i do like them plus 17 it's you know i i did this last year and it was a great tip for my buddy ari over at work the first four games on thursday take the first half unders because everybody's going to come in just trying to shoot the lights out of the building and you know, the lights will be too bright for them. So, you know, you won't yeah. see a lot of first half scoring paid off for me last year. That was the first one of the first bets I actually ever placed and I could hit okay. big on it. So, okay. you know, yeah. play that. But it's going to be, you know, early on a lot of spread betting, because if it's like minus two and a half and it's a, you know, six versus 11 matchup and the six has two and a half, I may take it because they could win by five or six. But it's those big spreads, the Norfolk against Baylor at 22 it's Gonzaga, Georgia State at 24. They scare me because you just never know how close a team could keep it late. That's fair. That's fair. That okay. is, I like, Brandon mentioned the first half unders. Um, that, I think the stat was last year, it was like uh, 
for if you did it for every single first round games, including the play in games, it was like 26, seven and three or something absurd. Um, so that one is being thrown around a lot. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's unrealistic to expect that exact thing to happen again, where it just basically happens to every team, but there's some good spots where you can get it. Um, like yeah, right now, in this, as we've started, Texas A&M and Oh, did we lose Beatsy? Oh, man. I think he's no. looking at the camera. No, no, you're good. You're good. Now you're back. You're back. Texas A&M, you're back. Okay. I was saying Texas A&M, CC, and Texas Southern um, are playing right now, and that first half under is not going to hit. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we're watching tape is what I'm hearing, Beats. We're, we're watching tape. We're taking notes. from the, the like, This is going to dictate the rest of the tournament. Is that what I'm hearing over there, Mr. Kempstrom? <laughs> Uh, kind of, yeah. I'm basically might bail on that first half under uh, trend right off the bat because I think it's gotten a little too popular. So are, are here's you? Here's your first four games though: Michigan, CSU. That's the first on Thursday. That one first half under as it stands. They don't have the lineup yet. Right. Uh, yeah. That over under is one thirty. The over under is at one forty. So you got to imagine first half over under is right around seventy ish. San Diego State Providence has a 150 over under right now. So maybe around like 75, maybe 80 ish for the first half. And then Boise against Memphis, Norfolk against Baylor. Those are both right around 133, 137. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's doable. It just depends on who comes out and tries to shoot the three ball early. I was going to say, I think, I think the, uh, if you're going to do it, I think I like what you said. Just stick with the early games. Oh, yeah. College kids are not traditionally known to uh, wake up early in the morning. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Well, and, I mean, if you, especially if you're Duke and they're sending you to the ungodly West Coast from a North Carolina, you fucking probably just hammer that under as well. But I digress. Any hoosers. So, it, so the, we, as we go along, like, is there, are, are you going to be a lot of live betting? Or since it's a marathon, not a sprint, are you just going to let, like, place the bet, let it ride type deal? Is there any hedging that's going to go on? Is it too early to tell? Like, how, how do we envision that playing out? I'm a big hedge the parlay if I know I'm getting down to the end on it. If it's, you know, five or six leg parlay, first three or four of hit, yeah, I'll sprinkle on the, the other two outcomes probably if it means that I'm going to get my original bet back. But it just depends because I don't know how many six or sevens I'm going to throw in because, you know, with as big of college basketball and just college sports fans, we all we all are here. We know how these kids can play, and we know that there is that unpredictability factor to it. So I may just start it off, let it ride. I'm definitely not a big live bet while the game's going on type of guy. I just okay. ha- haven't been on that, but I- I'm gonna let them all ride. Yeah, I'm on the let it. I'm on the let it ride train too. Um, feel like we got to say uh, gamble responsibly. And I don't think <laughs> if you, if I tell people to live bet everything that that doesn't sound responsible to me. No. Well, and, and I mean, like, unless you're like really like tuned in or you're sitting in, in Blackhawk, which beats you will be. So again, be responsible, take your own advice. I feel like it's five two two forty seven hundred. There you go. I feel like it's almost impossible to like keep tabs on all the games that are going to be getting played, especially in that first couple days. Like, I feel like it's almost impossible to keep tabs on all of those enough and like get the like bets placed and everything. So I I feel comfortable in saying like probably just set it in advance and then just like set the phone down, right? Like just place the bet, like walk away. Brandon, how how big of a parlay are you gonna put down now that I'm thinking about it? 
Well, I'm going to do the first four first half unders. It's tough because, like, I want to see upsets. I want to bet on upsets. But obviously, there's the safe plays. I have a recommended 12 leg that this guy who sits next to me at work, you know, fed me. Oh, God. It's a bunch of – it's literally all the ones, twos, and threes just to win on the first day. So (laughs) – or, yeah, it's the ones, twos, and threes. So the odds on it still only come out to, like, plus 110 on a 12 leg. I don't like that. I don't like I'm putting 12 together – I'm basically betting for even money. That that has just convinced me that a three seed is absolutely losing this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. I don't know the guy at your work, but uh, you don't you don't need to know them. They're all fucking idiots. Yeah. They're all fucking morons. We're all you degenerates. Know, we just gamble at our desks all day. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! You're a fucking you're a loser. Oh, hey, Beats, uh, were you, were you, I think I cut you off. What were you saying, Beats? What wisdom you about to just bestow on us? Uh, no, I think, I mean, because if that was, if that, that was a lock, everyone would take it. So uh, <laughs> there will be a two or a three seed losing in this tournament. Well, and, and I feel like I feel it's the 16-1, obviously an anomaly when it happens. It's awesome. Two, not totally unheard of, but still pretty rare. A three, I feel like, is where we start teetering into, like, you're susceptible to lose. Like, anybody can lose at a three. So yeah, I, I mean, I'm trying to go back and look now at which, like got, which like, three Wisconsin, I think is going to lose. Wisconsin, you got Wisconsin, you got Tennessee. So that's out of the bottom bracket. You got Texas Tech, which you bozos are just beating it to. And then where's the other one? Where's the other one? Number three, number three, number three. It's Purdue. Oh yeah, Purdue's gonna lose first yeah. week, no doubt. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I think all of them are susceptible to a loss. I just I don't see Texas Tech losing. You just never know with Yale. Yale's out of that Ivy League, and the Ivy League causes fits in the first round. That's fair. That's fair. Um, and and so one question I breezed over that I did want to ask: being in Colorado, I'm technically a Colorado native. Shout out myself, fucking Utah, uh, Colorado State, Michigan. Does Colorado State have a chance? Boys, this thick boy Roddy, can he beat Michigan? Or did Michigan get a cupcake toss up the first round? I think I think Michigan got a favorable matchup uh solely for the committee to prove to prove to everyone Pat else that they, the they chose the right team, blah blah blah. Um Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, Michigan's gonna win that game. I'm just like, saying, sorry, like Colorado State fans, I want Colorado State to win too, but yeah, it's, not, uh, it's not just not happen. as the a general Colorado sports fan. That's just not how things work for us. Well, Listen. and like I think one of the funniest things to come out of this season is that, and I could be totally off base. There's no actual facts to back this up. This is just through general consumption of games throughout the season. The Mountain West has a better broadcast deal than the Pac-12. Like, I feel like, I, I swear to God, I never saw, like, obviously Arizona primetime and then, like, earlier on during, like, Feast Week when you had, like, the cross-conference matchups, you saw them. I don't think I've actually seen UCLA play a, a physical minute of basketball this entire season. Like, I, they're just it, never on TV. It's because, yeah, the Mountain West is on CBS Sports right. Network all the time. And then, yeah, the Pac-12 is just still locked into their Pac-12 network or late-night oh, ESPN is all right. they get, so... And, and to be honest, you might have been asleep during most of it. Well, in like, and he's a big Bill Walton hater. I fucking hate oh. Bill Walton. 
Absolutely. I was about, thank you, Brandon, for getting there. I hate Bill Walton. I cannot stand that clown. So that's probably part of the reason you're absolutely right. I just don't, I have no interest. I don't want to tune in. And his poor co host, I forget his name, is the play by play. That dude deserves a raise and he deserves to be partnered with somebody else because Bill Walton is just god awful. <laughs> okay. Well, one second. I do want to circle back to the Colorado State thing. Um, yes. Yes. Go ahead. Okay. So uh, we were talking about uh, the seeding with Michigan. The seeding makes even less sense when it's um, Boise State, who won the Mountain West, is a lower seed. I think Colorado <laughs> State is the highest Mountain West seed. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Six. And it was, I feel like it was solely to, uh, you know, throw <laughs> Michigan a bone there. So you, probably, even though I do have Boise State losing to Memphis, I don't know why, because Memphis has been just absolutely horrific this season. But if had you not mentioned that, I would have never even thought about that. And now that I'm looking at it, that is that's horseshit, right? Like it how does it really make sense? Yeah. Like I, I like fl- like flip them around, I totally get it. Like a Colorado State versus Memphis, and then vice versa. Like totally understand it. That yeah. How the fuck it should be the opposite? Yeah. <laughs> right. I think you get good value in San Diego State. I think they're a nine against Creighton's eight, or flip those around because they're all basically the same rank as well. That's yeah, San Diego State's the eight, but yeah, how I just it's surprising that not only did Colorado State be higher than both of them, they are two slots higher than San Diego State. Absolutely strange. Yeah, the more we spend time here, the more the more I'm just Michigan is really fucking jerking my chain here. And I'll, I will say, if Michigan Tennessee line up against each other in, the, in that next round, arguably the worst color combination. TV presentation matchup of all time. Just fucking yellow and orange. That is god-awful. Yeah. As long as CSU doesn't wear those grays, which I don't think they would because they're the higher seed, so they'll wear white. True. True. Or I guess technically lower seed. They're the higher ranking, but... That's fair. Yeah, I got a Michigan stat, too, that just hurts to read out loud. (laughs) Stop looking. Yeah, I want to hear, but stop looking at these fucking stats. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is just a little little nugget. So this this is, when you're building your brackets, if you haven't already, just keep this in the back of your mind. Since 2001, uh, or 2001-2002 season, no title team ranked worse than 39th offensively or 18th defensively from efficiency. And so the teams that fit that this year are Gonzaga, Houston, Baylor, Illinois, Michigan, USC, Texas Tech, Wisconsin, and Alabama. So theoretically, mm. one of those teams I just listed off is going to be your champion. God damn it, Kyle, with these fucking yeah, stats. Yeah, it makes me think I want to change stuff with the Michigan. Well, it, it, and I was about to ask both of you because like, I'm sitting here in – this, the Elite Eight will dictate the Sweet 16 no matter how I re- want to rearrange this. But, like, after this entire conversation, I'm looking at a Gonzaga, Duke, Baylor, Kentucky, Arizona, Villanova, Kansas, Wisconsin. Nobody less than a three seed, and that's wrong. Somebody ha- – like, there has to be a seed in there higher than a three that's going to make it. I can't figure out who it is. Like Houston. <laughs> Houston, yeah. That's my, only, that's my only one that's not a one, two, or three. Okay, let let the record show. Okay, I'm working backwards. I'm finding Houston, and we're gonna. I'll, I'm gonna ride with the boys because the fact that you both are on here and Kyle has the analytics to back it up. Kofi Coburn not beating Houston. Houston against Arizona though. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, 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 that's tough yeah. one to explain, but. Uh, 
<laughs> that might be my favorite moment of ever doing any sort of podcast. Well, yeah, well, um, <laughs> I can't, I can't think of his name. Their point card is out, and we don't know when he's coming back. Um, for Arizona. Oh, that yeah. God damn, we yeah. Probably should have looked at a touch of research for you on there. God damn it, you're absolutely right. Okay, well, okay. Here, 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 here we have it, Yes, him. How, however the hell you say it, yeah. I, I've okay. looked it up multiple okay. times today and then well, still forgot anyways. Oh, so now ankle, that's fucked. Oh, my God. Oh, you're Did looking you at the picture? actual. No, he put he tweeted a picture literally yesterday at, at, exa- at yeah. midnight. He posted this at 12 a.m. on yesterday. Go to bed. Yeah, he's not guaranteed out, but you look at that ankle and oh, he's out. Yeah. Shares gnarly ankle injury. Oh, yeah, you're not. That, this is a terrible radio, but that that is a lot, a lot of blood, uh, black and blue, busted blood vessels. Oh my god. Yeah. That's if you if you find his Twitter, it's 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 the gross looking. Angle. Okay, so now now we're this is we're just we're we're just adding on segments as we go here because now I'm sitting here with the Houston Villanova and it's on YouTube bozos to help me reconstruct my bracket here. Houston Villanova, Villanova slept on all year because you never really hear about him until it's tournament time. Anyways, still very good. Still a very good Villanova team. Yeah, they are. It is surprising. I thought they were going to be like a, more of a popular pick team. Um, but yeah, they're, they, they seem to be going under the radar. Kind so of. we still like, we still like Houston versus Villanova then is what I'm hearing. I, I, I have Tennessee beating Villanova anyways. So yeah. Oh, yeah, that, one, that one that one was a toss-up for me okay well all right all right there you have it folks we just okay so now we got houston kansas gonzaga kentucky i can never be talked off of kansas and or kentucky that's just never gonna happen those and, are my exact final four that you just okay okay well look at that i mean it, it beats me just coming here with a totally blank bracket and be like all right guys tell me what to pick but i mean now <laughs> i feel i feel a lot better now because like I picked, I picked this yesterday. Like didn't even as I do every year, I just pick it and I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna set it and forget it. Now I'm actually looking at it. I feel a lot better. I feel a lot better now because a five seed Houston making it to the final four feels a lot better than just a one 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 two seed. Yeah, now UAB is gonna win. So hey, listen, Jelly Fam, I'll I'll take it. <laughs> Jelly Fam wins, so be it. Fuck. All right, boys. Well, listen, I mean. Any other tidbits we got here? <clears throat> Any other Ken Palm stats you want to throw out there, Kyle? Or I mean, I, I feel like I feel good now. Like I'll be in Colorado for this weekend. I'll be able to throw a little skin in the game. I, I feel good about the conversation we've had. Is there anything I'm missing? Any tidbits that we haven't covered? I'll take silences. N- no, there's no tidbits. Yeah, I got nothing. Okay. okay. We, could, I, uh, we could see an Iowa State Iowa matchup, but that would entitle or that would entail Iowa getting past Kansas and Iowa State getting past Wisconsin and okay. then Auburn. Okay. That'd be okay. that'd be an interesting look. So I mean you're talking Iowa State beating LSU for the get go. I do. Yeah, I, I think I forgot to mention that one early, but yeah, I have Iowa State beating LSU. I think oh, yeah. the biggest thing a lot of that's people are overlooking is LSU doesn't have a coach. Yeah, that's that's that's, you bring up a fair point, Brandon. He got fired from the investigation that was like four years ago, right? That was the reason they're like finding all this shit out. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) great, great time to finally pull the trigger on that. That's oh, okay, fair point. Okay, I mean, ride it out a little longer. You got any skin in the games right now? 
um, for tonight. Or the yeah, one Kurt, happening I mean, right now. It's weird radio because this is getting recorded now, but Texas A&M, Texas Southern, what'd you sprinkle? Yeah, I had the first half under, which, as I mentioned before, looks dead, but there's a, there's three minutes left. We just got to hope that nobody scores for three minutes. And then I had Texas Southern winning um, by four. And then I also I have that tonight, too, Indiana minus four against Wyoming. I like, I like um, the Indiana pick. So I have in Corpus hindsight, Christi, everyone. I like Corpus they, Christi's colors in their jerseys. I, I like them plus four, but we'll see. Oh, no, are something right now. I'll give I'll give you that. They look like a rec league team. Brandon, you did that that little tidbit did remind me. I do I we we cannot forget the George Masons of the world, especially my favorite from Blacks from the Past, the Florida Gulf Coast. There's the team that nobody ever heard of caught fire. Of all the teams, like and I'm talking like truly like under the radar teams, not a power five that's at the bottom that we never hear about. Like of all the teams in this thing. The the mid majors like who who are we rooting for obviously I'm not like this is not I'm not expecting them to win or give me a winner here like who is the mid major that you you're rooting for here San Francisco for you Kyle I'm guessing I'm just assuming um I mean just because I said that yeah um <laughs> like if I'm trying to think of a real team is it's it like- right state that has the the number one scorer, the kid, he's just an asshole. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They got uh, to get out of the playing game first, too, because they play Bryant tomorrow. Yeah. What's his his name's? Uh, I should, I'm pulling it up. Uh, while you look that up, I, I'm just – I'm throwing – and this is strictly off of mascot and, and school name. Uh, the Delaware Fighting Blue Hens have got my my vote yep. for – I mean, that's, that's just a – that's a very nice. That's a good mascot. Uh, there's also the peacocks. From, yes, you uh, took, but that was mine. That I was. <laughs> they're not going to beat Kentucky because there's no way they lose to Kentucky. But the St. Peter's New Jersey peacocks, like what? I, all right, li- listen, listen. Here, here's the deal. If if I, I'm on Delaware, Brandon likes the peacocks. Whatever Kyle comes up with, I like is, no. If we're choosing off of mascots, I love the jack the jackrabbits. Yes. Awesome. Okay, the jackrabbits. Okay. Making a deal right now. If any they of those sneak into the Sweet 16 with upsets over Providence and Iowa, I don't see Iowa losing early, but you never know. Okay, listen. If any, if any of those three teams win at all, if advance out of the first round, we're all getting a shirt from respective school that wins. I will happily rock a South Dakota Jackrabbit shirt strictly oh, yeah. off of mascot alone. That works their, for ma- me. their actual mascot is a jackrabbit with a backwards cap on. Like and he's jacked. <laughs> he's ripped. He's the jacked rabbit. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I listen. Just breathe. Like we had it in NC Dubs, the football game, the mascot version, where everybody was just 99 and it was just an army of mascots just mashed up with each other. If we ever, by God's grace above, get another NCAA basketball game, please for the love of God, put the mascot mode in there as well. Like I, I would love nothing more than to see that ugly ass Syracuse orange just fucking hooping. That would blow up the court. I know, I know, yeah. I know. Loyola Chicago has their own mascot, but just give us a floor full of sister jeans. <laughs> now here's the question: Are we talking sister jean on two legs, or does she got to be in the wheelchair? <laughs> it's oh, got to be the wheelchairs. <laughs> I don't think that would fly in that game, but oh, that would be well. awesome. Kyle's they have to pay movie. for her likeness. 
<laughs> That's true. Kyle's the only uh, quote-unquote Catholic here. So, Kyle, you're going to hell now that we've officially made fun of Sister Jean and Brandon <laughs> told her pretty much just just keep moving. Oh, my God. I got heartburn from that. Whew. Um, The kid from Bryant, his name is Peter Kiss. He's the number one scorer, oh, yeah. and he's awesome. I if, <laughs> It would be hilarious to see them win that playing game and somehow beat Arizona just to see his celebrations. He's such a... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian, Brian Bulldog. Oh, fuck. Yes, Brandon, I saw your hand raised. Was that intentional? Yeah, I just wanted to work in one little tidbit for actual NIL talk. I meant to get this in at the beginning. Ooh. Sorry, Beats. But, no, no, hey, uh, we're here. But one bit of NIL news that I thought you were going to drop right off the top, Caleb Williams, sponsored by Beats, gave the entire USC men's basketball team headphones uh, with his NIL deal as part of that. Ooh. And Damn. they're going to lose to Miami on Friday. He's dead to me, so. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, Barstool Oklahoma tweeted at Barstool Miami and said, you know what needs to be done. And they said, justice will be served. Listen, <laughs> listen, Kyle, shoot me straight. Are you as salty as your brother still about Lane Kiffin and now Caleb Williams? Um, Not, you mean, not Lane Kiffin. Um, or, Lincoln, yeah, Riley. Sorry, not Lincoln Riley. Sorry, yes, Lincoln Riley. Yes, are you, are you, what, are, is the salt level in the same vicinity as Zach or... Is that just Boomer Sooner Nation by standard? You have to say that, you know, that guy's a stick. Uh, I mean, he is. I I have <laughs> just decided to ignore all of it as much as possible and just got we got Venables and uh, we got right. uh, Dylan, uh, Dylan Gabriel will be fine. So I think I think it's Venables and especially with the move to the SEC and uh, recruiting is not like it's. I, I think if you ever, if you still to this day think like recruiting pipelines in neighboring states for the school is like still a thing, it, it's not. I, I mean, not, people no. are recruiting across, the, I don't know how many international players come play football. Obviously, a lot come play basketball. I mean, it's so joining the SEC isn't necessarily going to be like a huge drastic difference in recruiting. But in my personal opinion, I do think for Oklahoma to now say like they do play in, some may argue, but I say is the best college football conference, I think that that will help. Inventables being a defensive mastermind will definitely that'll, that'll help. Right. I don't know how the fuck we got well, to talking about football, I mean, but here we are. I forgot I forgot when you asked me earlier with the about the switch and how long it's going to take for Oklahoma to be in the national championship picture. They still are in the Big 12 for, I think, a couple of years still, so... Right, right, and, I, and I, like, that's what I mean. Like, is there is there still... Like, can we achieve... A playoff, maybe not even a playoff victory, but can we achieve a spot in the playoff before the SC transition? Or do you envision that being like after just given the timetable? Yeah, no, I think our window is before the SEC move. So that's fair. Yeah, you got to get it done before then because that's a 16 team SEC. It's going to be. That's going to be. Did they? And I know, like, obviously, we're, we're years removed from this. Is there. A projection already on how the conferences like is. I'm assuming Texas and Oklahoma are just going to split up and one go to each side of the conference, or is that like 
probably way too soon for that discussion but say i haven't uh as not really a general big sec guy i don't know what they've decided but i would imagine texas and oklahoma are going to be in the same division so that they can keep that rivalry going realign with some that's fair i also say if you had to pick i i think oklahoma could be competitive in the sec west because sc east is just fucking right i hope they I think if I had to guess, they'll both go to the West and they'll shuffle somebody over. over. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. Fair enough. All right, gentlemen. Hey, listen, we just rattled off an hour like it was nothing. I mean, I could I could do a show all day and we'll probably do it in real life, you know, in a couple of days. But uh, listen, I appreciate you guys coming on. Any any last w- uh, well wishes, regards, any any wisdom you want to bestow upon us before we embark on the journey that is March Madness? No, just have fun. Enjoy it for what it is. We didn't get this, you know, we got it last year and there was parody and there was great, probably one of my favorite tournaments in a while. And we didn't have this two years ago because of COVID. So enjoy it for what it is. It's sports on while you're at work on Thursday and Friday. It's, you know, a bunch of like 19 year old college kids going out there with a chance to do something fun. And, you know, it's the tournament. It's the big dance. You got the cue up the CBS music for me. Oh, I have it as Marie. You can't play. You can't play it because of copyright, and you'll probably get your pod taken down for like DMCA stuff. Well, no, but if you yeah. just call me, and it has to be my ringtone. Well, no, you got to call me. I don't know how the fuck I can. I don't know. We have whatever. We'll figure it out later. But uh, it beats any any last words from the Don yeah. camp over there. Five one five one. When your uh, when your bracket gets blown up or your bet loses, um, at the end of the day, remember they're just kids. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're you're risking stuff on like 18 to 21 year olds so keep that in the back of your mind before you spend too much money uh in your bracket pool or in gambling so. tweet the coaches not the kids <laughs> yeah there you I, go I, I do want i do want that uh i'm assuming it's it's marshall did it? i forgot where i saw but there is that it's a sweater of it just says they're just kids on the front yeah i'm pretty sure it's marshall I, I hilarious oh all right gentlemen well hey I appreciate it. Uh, I'm assuming we'll do this again, you know, soon, uh, not soon, but when college football rolls back around, because I, I do, I do value the input from Boomer Soonerland, uh, Miami, who is always back, but not back. Brandon, you and Texas are always back, but not back, but any hoosers. Uh, and I do want, if you can, I, I would be interested to see the, the, how many units we come out on the other side of this thing with. I mean, if you guys, it beats. I know you have a, a fucking graph over there, you fucking nerd. I've seen it with my own two eyes. I know you he, keep a heat map of your bets. So I, I would be interested to see, and I would like to tweet out how how we all did on the other side of this. I'll I'll only get the first weekend of action in. I'll place a couple futures, but uh, if there's the the whole tournament at the end of it, if we get an overall uh, uh, health check on your respective bankrolls, that would be much appreciated. But deal. Listen, I, I can do that. Um, this first half under somehow might still might hit here. We're at 60 right now. There's 28 seconds left. So that, you're, that'd be good you're out of my stream. Oh, no. All right. Well, we're, we're going to leave you. We're going to leave everybody on that cliffhanger. Gentlemen. Wait, no, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, this should be you. I'm plugging this for you. Uh, Wait, your that? NCAA tournament challenge. Oh, that's a good point. Well, I was going to record a different part and put it at the beginning of this, but I mean, fuck it. Let's get into it right now. Yeah, there's a lot on the line here, first of all. $25 gift card to Buffalo Wild Wings. Who doesn't want that, first and foremost? Second, it seems like a weird prize. I have a, of a vintage 
Raptors Vince Carter jersey. Bought from China. Way too small for you, boy. It's a bad and XL fit. Any hoosers, those two combined, join the tournament, find it on the pod, name image pod on Twitter. Free entry, one entry, winner, gift card jersey coming your way. Like, follow. Yeah, obviously, if you listen this far in the podcast, you're dedicated to Ori, my grandmother. Shout out, Grandma Sherry. What's up? Uh, but yeah, Beats, I pre- that's a good call. Hey, you looking for an internship? We're, we're hiring. <laughs> yeah, I'll take an internship. Uh, I'm basically interning right now. You know, right. I, and I mean, if it, listen, if this episode does numbies, I mean, we might just have to force Kyle out. Uh, you know, other Kyle. I mean, we might like, you know, it's it, we just got to listen. We're trying to get rich off of this. So I'll go where the money goes. But all right, gentlemen. Well, I appreciate it. We'll talk soon.